Fred and Fred, Fred and Fred, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast, our second one for this week. For uh, those of you who keep count, a lot of people do. A lot sure of people do. They have a little, a little scorecard. They, they check it off like like uh, the old scorecards you'd get at the baseball game. Sure. But you probably don't do that anymore. Um, so what are you what 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 are you feeling? What are you feeling like today? I mean, by the way, it's uh, just a couple days past the uh, second anniversary of the death of Big Rush. Mm-hmm. We could we could theoretically uh, talk to Little Rush today mm-hmm. if we wanted to. What do you what do you think? Because we can wait till tomorrow or or the next day. How? Yeah, let's hold off. Let's hold off on that. Let's make sure that he's ready. I'll, I'll get word down to hell so that we can have a uh, little rush ready to go. Okay. All right. Don't want to. Uh, don't want to uh, uh, make any kind of uh, mistake or. Of course. Put him in a. Put him in an uncomfortable position. That's not oh, what we do here. Yeah. God forbid. That's yeah, not what we do. All right. God forbid. Uh, here's my list for the day. Uh, DeSantis joins Team Putin. And plays dumb on Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, Wackos fighting the power grid. The stupidity of MTG just got kicked up a notch. By the way, two different stories on that. Yeah. Uh, And what's Tucker up to? Is Fox going to be Fox? And uh, Don Lemon sent to uh, re-education Me Too camp. That's funny. Um, let's do uh, DeSantis and Putin, because this uh, visit by Joe Biden to uh, Ukraine has driven people nuts. I mean, it's driven conservatives absolutely crazy over the past 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to recall, for instance... Did Democrats attack Ronald Reagan when he said at the Berlin Wall, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall? I don't recall him being attacked for that. I recall that being a fairly popular thing because it was an American president standing up for American values in the post-war period, and by the way, for arguments that we're still in the post-war period, we'll probably be in the post-war period, meaning World War II, for as long as forever, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd had a, a 30, 40-year Cold War going on. Reagan it's coming drew, back. <laughs> Reagan drew that that line, and uh, it, it got everyone's attention. I just... And, and, and this idea, uh, if someone quotes one more time, Senator Arthur Vandenberg saying, you know, politics should stop at the water's edge. Stop doing that. We understand that it isn't the same as it was 40, 50, 100. We get that. There's always been part. But can I ask you something? Has it, did it ever really stop at the water's edge? Like eight? No. <laughs> did, no. did it ever but, really? Like 1911, maybe. But, but. In this particular case, because the Republican brand 
via Trumpism and MAGAism is all about, under any circumstance, for any reason, uh, Democrats and a Democratic president must be opposed on everything that they do. There's nothing that they can do is that's ever in the best interest of the country, of freedom, of democracy. There's nothing, nothing that can't be opposed, made fun of, trashed, not supported appropriately. There's, there's nothing. And if, if the moment that uh, Joe Biden suddenly showed up after a 10-hour train ride, and by the way, there's nothing about a train. Right. Risking his, his very life in order to show solidarity, it's an important word, with Ukraine and then making a trip the next day, which is today as we speak, over to Poland to make a, a, a reinforcement kind of American presidents are supposed to make this kind of speech speech. And you're Ron DeSantis, a guy with all kinds of uh, educational backgrounds, including being a teacher himself, a history teacher himself. I mean, he knows this shit as well as anybody. So what does Ron DeSantis do on Monday as this is happening? Remember, uh, Joe Biden is... In Ukraine, secret trip revealed, the logistics, you've heard about them now 50 times. Here's how it was done. Brent, why don't we go over that minute by... No, no we're not going to do that. <laughs> We'll do a TikTok on that. Yeah, let's do a TikTok, because people don't know. Um, <laughs> and so where does Ron DeSantis go? He goes to Fox and Friends and tries to make the case that this is a big fat nothing that would not have happened had Joe Biden not been such a weak president, had uh, Joe Biden not done the things that he did in the first year or so of his presidency to somehow send the signals to Vladimir Putin, yeah, go ahead, uh, do what you're doing. And by the way, I'm Ron DeSantis. I'm going to completely ignore. I'm going to, I'm going to ignore the war crimes. I'm going to ignore a country crossing into another country to flatten it, destroy it, take children hostage. These stories of them grabbing hundreds of children and forcing adoptions back in Russia of Ukrainian kids, I, I know that's not as bad as some book in a library in Duval County in Jacksonville. <laughs> in, I know that's not as bad, and I know they're not our kids, and I know they're not American. So we don't really care about them. But Ron DeSantis is playing the deliberately dumb game for that audience, for that core of Republican primary voters. Would you agree or not agree? No, that's that's 100 percent correct. And uh, again, when you talk about being American kids, it's not really even American kids I care about. It's fetuses. Once you get past the fetus stage, anyway, they don't give a shit about you. Well, they they care about what books you might see. <laughs> well, that's true. That okay. I don't accurate. see no fetuses reading no books. Yes. <laughs> the, the left wants fetuses to start reading banned books. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. Right. And uh, as you, you saw the coverage 
on Monday as it developed, you know, because of the time difference, you know, by the time you were, you were getting up on Monday, uh, this had already happened, right? Yeah, we, were, yeah. we were already seeing what, what had gone on. And uh, President Biden and, and Zelensky were, uh, were doing what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to do to defend freedom. Okay. Uh, and you either believe in that or you don't, or you think, oh, this is just like Vietnam. Uh, it's just like every other war we ever. Okay. If you want to believe that, go ahead. Because if not here, then where? If not now, then when? Is this an automatic domino theory? If we uh, allow Putin to uh, grab the rest of Ukraine, he always has Crimea, will he automatically go after Poland and Eastern Europe and try to reconstitute the Russian Empire? We don't know that for sure. And but it's likely. Dom- it's pretty likely. <laughs> but the, And the domino theory, <clears throat> which uh, was largely brought up for the first time, I recall, during Vietnam. We've got to draw the line in Vietnam or it's going to be Laos, Cambodia, yeah. uh, Thailand, the, the, the whole uh, southeastern part of, of Asia. And it turned out kind of not to be true. Uh, so based on that now, uh, it just doesn't matter, right? Republicans, right? Anti-Biden people, right? We have to oppose everything that he does. You, and you're lying. You know you're lying about this. You know this is the right thing. It's okay. Pretend it's, say, the first 10 days after 9-11 when Democrats rallied around the flag with Republicans and we had that, that 10 or 14 days of, of you. Pretend this is just like that except longer term with now arguably even bigger stakes. Okay. Just, just, just try to pretend. So DeSantis is playing, playing dumb on this and saying all kinds of uh, really, really foolish things that I think are going to, are going to come back at him, including invoking, why isn't he in Ohio? Why isn't he at the border? I mean, he's, he's got the talking points rolling there and with fox being fox what did they do and you have to admit that video of trump walking with Zelensky uh through the the center square of kiev was something else wasn't it you, wasn't you it? just said you just said trump walking with Zelensky. of course you meant biden walking with Zelensky. I did. my mistake my error <laughs> trump was walking walking with these nuts no it was you know why I said that? Because you know who my president really is. <laughs> no, it was it it was by sane human being standards, very impressive, th- very this presidential. Is what, this is what struck me, it, including the uh, the air raid sirens that were were going off in the background. Yeah, because remember there were no American troops there. Correct. You have any? Uh, there were Ukrainian soldiers with high-powered rifles walking alongside okay yeah Yeah. now if you're telling me that that doesn't take some balls that takes some balls to do that because again this is just me supposing the possible worst that maybe the security apparatus of Zelensky has been infiltrated all it would take would be one to just turn yeah. And pull an Anwar Sadat at the parade moment. 
And we've right? got World War Three. Suddenly, <laughs> World War Three is on. Exactly. But you know what? They planned this out really, really well. Zelensky, clearly not an idiot. Zelensky knows his people. He was able to trust them. Biden was able to trust Zelensky. They they got it done. So how does Fox cover this? They got a bunch of people claiming that the sirens were fake, that it was edited in by some sound editor to make it look more dangerous than it was, which is incredibly stupid and dumb, of course, because all day long, the quote unquote regular reporters like like Steve Harrigan and uh, Jackie Heinrich, who were there, they were reporting. This is before the bullshit started just like you would see on any other network. This is Joe Biden. He's walking through them, and then the sirens went off. It was an incredibly courageous thing. So that was the famous example of, you know, Fox has some real reporters, and then they have the opinion people, okay? Um, But that's exhibit A that there's no news on that channel. I'm sorry. Whoever, and I I feel sorry for those, like Jackie Heinrich is a really good reporter. She She gets steamrolled by the bullshit. Right, but Brit, even when there is real news, right. it will be crushed yeah. and contradicted later by the fraudsters on the opinion side. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it doesn't exist. I mean, the, the news part of that channel is not a thing. You don't get it. You, and you, it wasn't, you, just, it wasn't you know. just somebody on the Fox News channel. It was their number one guy, Tucker Carlson, their number one guy, saying that they were Potemkin Village uh, air raid sirens as a soundtrack for Joe Biden. Yeah. So they're all in. I mean, you can be like, well, it's just Tucker saying that at 815. Well, no, it's now, your number one guy. It's the biggest star on your fucking network. And, and by the way, I haven't seen this yet. I'm just guessing that uh, Ukrainian television was also there to cover it. Mm. And I'll bet that they have their own video that they don't rely on American right. networks. And I'll bet you that siren is in there, too. But I guess they're part of the plot. (laughs) Of course they are. As they try to milk more money out of us for, I'm not sure what reason. Oh, survive. Survive and live. Bastards. Yeah. Um, So this is the road that DeSantis is choosing. I mean, I think he could be a little bit more nuanced on this, even as a would-be Republican candidate in 2024 over something like this. You could be highly complimentary of this and then say, but we should look at maybe some of the things that led up to the, you you don't, you don't have to go total cheap shot below the belt kind of stuff. There's no Um, nuance, but there's no, there's no room for nuance. You're right. Forget it. I I mean, I, I saw Mike Pompeo put a tweet out today being the awful human being that he is, but he said, look, if you think that, that Putin is going to stop at Ukraine, you're fucking out of your mind. So he even he's on the right side of this, and he knows it, but that's one of the reasons he's never even going to be among many, that he won't be considered any kind of a serious candidate. Well, see, he can say that in one tweet, yeah. and then in the next one, attack Joe Biden for, quote-unquote, putting us in this position, which we didn't need to be in any, you know, you're, this is a taking... Pompeo out of context in a positive way, but I can right. guarantee you there's 10 of them that uh, probably accompany that that uh, do not follow up what he just said in that one with, so therefore I'm in support of continuing military um, uh, hardware 
and intelligence going to the Ukrainians to fight off Vladimir Putin. See, there's a big difference between what you said, Pompeo said, in there versus supporting American uh, policy right now, right? Because mm-hmm. as you know, when Pompeo was Secretary of State, everything was humming like a like a fine Swiss watch, right? He was the best. He was so good. It was. It, it, it's nice because just right after he puts that that tweet out about an hour ago that Putin's not going to stop at Ukraine, he also has about how the Chinese communist balloon floating over the United States was the worst thing ever. There you so go. He's, a, he's able to have a chaser on that one. I, I'm sorry. I couldn't predict what kind of yeah, but what about is bullshit that that he would uh, tack on there because you can't you can't possibly ever compliment the. Uh, the current president, if you're uh, trying to, it's not to possible. Take this job, not possible. I it's understand. not possible. I, I get that. <clears throat> but it was. Um, a, I mean, it was. I. It was a great. It was a great day for America. I'm sorry, but I, I. You know, this is very sad. Very sad for the Republicans. But it was a great day to have an American president defying a despotic, awful dictator and going over there and seeing uh, Zelensky, who was a hero to, I guess, everybody but the Republicans. Uh, and talk with him about how we're going to stand with these guys and we're not going to be afraid and you're going to win this war. And he, t- he said, Russia is not going to win. They're not going to beat Ukraine. That's, I mean, that I don't understand how that's a loss for the United States. How is that bad for America? Please, please advise us on this, Mr. Hannity, Miss Ingram, Mr. Carlson. Uh, well, we'll start with uh, popular Georgia congressperson Marjorie Taylor Greene. MTG. Um, she was offended that y- Ukraine was the place that Joe Biden was on President's Day. She said, it's incredibly insulting. Today, our President's Day, Joe Biden, the President of the United States on President's Day, chose Ukraine over America while forcing the American people to pay for Ukraine's government and war. I cannot express how much Americans hate Joe Biden. Yeah. Uh, Twelve different tweets on her official government account she called it insulting that Zelensky can't even wear a tie as he greets the president of the united states and she called for biden to be impeached because he went to ukraine instead of east palestine ohio but that wasn't all she went for as you know she there's more on her personal twitter account said it's time for a national divorce we need to separate by red and blue states and shrink the federal government. Everybody I talk to says this. Everybody. From the sick and disgusting woke culture issue shoved down our throats to the Democrats' traitorous America last policies. You see, that's the opposite of America first. It's funny. It's funny. We're done. She followed this up on her official government Twitter account. She goes back and forth. People are absolutely fed up and disgusted with the left-wing insanity and disaster America last policies. So she has two audiences, her personal account and the government account. So she had to use the America last line on each of them. National divorce is not civil war. But Biden and the neocons are leading us into WW3 while forcing corporate ESG and gender confusion on our kids enough, enough. So that makes Marjorie Taylor Greene an official Putin useful idiot, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
she's calling for, in effect, something like an American Brexit, right? Uh, a right. dissolution of the country itself. These are Kremlin talking points. Way to go, Marjorie Taylor Greene on President's Day. And uh, here we go again. Here we go again. Can I swing back before we go more on, on MTG? Because there's, there's probably even more on her. Because we uh, talked about this. You heard it first if you uh, were watching us live on, on Tuesday. We were the first ones to go ballistic batshit on Kevin McCarthy for handing over 41,000 hours of the surveillance tape from January 6th as recorded in the Capitol by God knows how many cameras that they have. And there must be a lot, must be a lot that uh, this was so over the line. This is so beyond belief and that that, uh, Tucker Carlson was unquestionably going to uh, have all of his editors try to piece together an alternate history of January 6th to make it really seem like a, a tourist visit that went bad because Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, the Capitol Police, Black Lives Matter, and Tifa decided to to uh, screw it up and make Donald Trump look bad in a false flag operation. That's what they're going to do, right? That's we know right. That. that's That's not even a question. And he even admitted so on his own program on monday night so i wanted to to compare and contrast it's like we're in you know 10th grade composition class here but i think this one's fair because we use the word confederacy all the time donald trump's running for the presidency of the confederacy the the south of the the white agree it's fair it's fair game and i thought well when did this when did this uh change in the way the Civil War was thought of, when did it really, really take hold in the country? And, and obviously, during the uh, the Civil War itself, the Southerners didn't call it, uh, you know, seceding from the Union. They, they didn't call it that. They called it the War of the Rebellion. They mm-hmm. called it the Great Rebellion, right? And the War for Southern Independence. Okay, so... When did the phrase, the war of northern aggression, when did that come about? I was wondering, because we've been hearing that one for a long time, right? Long time. And we've been hearing it for a long time because it it has been in use. It was developed uh, about the time I was born. So it certainly covers my life and, of course, yours. That's right. During the 1950s, when the big pushback against integration now, this makes sense to me, because this would be the beginning of the reconstitution of what you knew as the stars and bars, the uh, yep. 1957, the, the rebel flag. That's when it was added to the Georgia right. state flag. All of that stuff happened then. Yeah. Right. And that was Strom Thurmond. Right. You know, and now, war between the states is an oldie. OK. War between the states is an oldie. But the war of northern aggression, that was uh, taught apparently especially in uh, southern public schools and i'm sure in southern private schools more so even yeah more so um beginning in the the 1950s as a a a long-term attempt to recast the the uh, civil war which was uh, largely the result of slavery (laughs) you can cast it any way you want but you know if we didn't have slavery it's pretty unlikely there would have been 
that no. war. <clears throat> remember, remember what set Strom Thurmond off and made him run against uh, Truman and really kind of started him on his path toward this stuff in the fifties. It was when Truman decided not. It was when Truman decided to integrate the uh, armed services. That's what really got him going. When they mm-hmm. wanted black people and white people living in the same barracks and and like shooting stuff on shooting ranges together and stuff like that, boy, that just really that just as we say in the south, that just flew all over Old Strong. He just couldn't handle that. Okay, so the the point here that I'm trying to get to, which in my remarkably skilled way has taken way too long. Yes, yes, than it should. Brad, get to the point. I've got all the callers waiting to come in. I got other callers wait. Come on, get to your point. The point is that you know during the Civil War itself, there were attempts to cast it as something that it might not have really been. But we had Reconstruction, which lasted what fifteen or so years after the war was mm-hmm. over, and then the backlash to that, and then the Jim Crow era, which was a quick hundred years until we got. Uh, uh, until the, the the late fifties, early sixties, um, but in this case, January sixth, two thousand twenty-one, it's barely been two years. Two years, and we have a propaganda outfit that operates as a fifth column in the United States against our own interests. That has been given forty-one thousand hours of video that they are going to falsely edit into another version of what happened on January 6th. Because remember, they already got a toehold in whatever percentage of people who already don't believe anything really that bad happened on that day. And soon they're going to have video to back that up. Do you have any doubt that you're not going to be able to find something somewhere that can be uh, cleverly pieced together to make it appear as if this had nothing to do with the Trump campaign, with anybody associated with the Trump campaign, with Sidney Powell or Rudy Giuliani or Steve Bannon or the Proud Boys? or the Oath Keepers, or any of those folks, it's going to be some video. And I know, I think this, you know, there were, there's no doubt about it, probably a couple of members of the Capitol Police Force who took down a barrier here or there to let them through. We've seen that, right? Mm -hmm. We've seen that. Well, you got to think that that's going to move front and center to prove that, this was not what we thought it was. Yeah, I don't. And I don't know. This is going to Brit. I, I think this is this is the worst. This is the worst. This is absolutely. And, and let's let's just put aside the fact that Kevin McCarthy released this video to one network, Fox, of course, to one guy, Tucker Carlson, of course, unilaterally. He didn't ask anybody else. No wonder he wanted to be Speaker of the House. You're all powerful. You answer to no one, right? This is unbelievable. There need to be hearings right now. Oh, we can't have hearings. The Republicans control the House. They're not going to have hearings about 
this abrogation of duty, this dereliction of duty by Kevin McCarthy. What is it? It's like 40,000 hours. Is that, is that what it is? Total? Something like that? You're lying. 41,000. For like 41,000. Somebody's, and you're going to have like people over at five. Like you said, they're going to be, it's, it, this does bring back those, those lies that were told by Goebbels and all of that stuff. The information, it, it brings to mind all of that stuff. Uh, if Goebbels would have had a, a nice Adobe editing suite, what, what could Goebbels could have done to make Jews look even worse than they, they, than they already tried to make them? Well, Britt, that Project Veritas guy, he's a free agent now, right? That's unfortunate. Yeah, James O'Keefe, in case you missed this. He's available, and he's a a master at altering reality for for his own nefarious purposes. James James O'Keefe, now in his 20th year of puberty, was apparently kicked out of uh, Project Veritas because even his scruples and ethics were too shitty for them. At some point, they became so bad that they had to get rid of him. Well, somebody figured out that calling it Project Veritas is the uh, most ironic, not really that funny misnomer in the history of misnomers. Right? It's even worse than the Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it just doesn't stop. It, it really is like one of those classic disinformation campaigns by some of the most despotic dictators that have ever lived. Right. This is like, that's what it's reminiscent of, except in this case, um, they've got like a very skilled media partner. The Republicans do. They've got a person who really just trades in this all day long. They don't have somebody who works within a particular bureau or something. They've got somebody who really is an adjunct member of the the Republican party anyway, who's going to be able to work on this shit and get interns on it and try to cut this stuff up and look like it's going to be completely different than what it actually was. I don't know what they think. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the explanation is for these people. It's greed, Brit. It's about money. Look at the, look at the, look at the, the, uh, the emails and, and the text messages. It's all about money. But as far as like trying to lie about it and say it's not what it was, what about when you know Officer Goodman was trying to usher those killers away from like Mitt Romney? What what was that? Was that was that fakery? Were those uh, crisis actors? What 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 was that exactly? Well, your problem is you're you're dealing with facts here. You're <laughs> dealing with irrefutable facts, and I submit to you that the Tucker Carlson version of January sixth which will be cherry-picked from all this stuff, will not contain that particular moment. (laughs) And I guarantee you that Ashley Babbitt, Ashley Babbitt will be Joan of Arc and Jesus all wrapped up into one. Okay? They've been been pushing that shit anyway. Including Trump. Trump, that she was murdered and that whoever did it should be named and they should... uh bring the person up with charges and stuff like that. It's amazing. All right. Uh, so that's what's going to, that's what's going to be there. That's what's going to be there. And remember, they already have a built-in receptive audience just waiting for this to confirm what they've been told. Uh, so in the last few weeks or, or last week going into this week, the Fox audience will have been not exposed to the Dominion defamation suit uh, deposition that revealed all the emails and text message that showed that 
everyone from Hannity to Ingram to Tucker Carlson to Brett Baer to Rupert Murdoch to Susan Scott, the president of news there. They all knew. They all lied. They all got nervous. They didn't know what to do. So they just kept lying. That was the way to go. Just keep lying. Um, that, that the Fox audience doesn't know that, Britt. But they're going to know because Tucker Carlson is going to present this propaganda video that shows what they were lying about two years ago and up to today. Their lies were true. Well, they weren't and, and, lies at all. And the Fox gonna... audience has all but forgotten that McCarthy himself said that Trump was to blame for this. And a Britt, speech on the floor. How many times do you think that video has ever been shown on Fox? <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm sure they've shown, uh, I'm sure they've shown Mitch. They've definitely shown Mitch no. several times because they you hate him. You think they showed Mitch McConnell saying that too? Yeah, because no. they love to hate him. They're like, oh, what's he doing? Uh, He's but again not, enough, not that much. Uh, meanwhile, uh, back to the same. Back to DeSantis in Florida. A new Florida bill would ban dogs from sticking their heads out of car windows, Brad. That's what DeSantis cares about in Florida. Remember that piece in the New York Post, what he said? We're going to get a lot of shit done in this session. Well, we're going to make sure that these dogs are not sticking their heads out of car windows. Mm. You better believe Florida is kicking some serious ass and taking some names. USA. USA. This is going to be our next president. He needs to make that into a, an executive order. All right. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yeah. Let's do uh, let's do Don, the Don Lemon story. Uh, Don Lemon has been given a proverbial slap on the wrist for his comments about older women. He's been off their morning show since Thursday. He will be back on Wednesday. That's tomorrow as we speak. After agreeing to, quote, participate in formal training as well as continuing to listen and learn. Mm -hmm. That was from a memo from the head of CNN these days, the man who decided that it was a good idea to put Bill Maher's overtime segment on at 1130 on Friday night. Chris Lick, Chris Lick, who had great success putting together the Morning Joe show and yeah. was Stephen Colbert's producer for many, now, many years. But and now shits the bed on the hour every CNN, hour as he runs CNN. CNN a, a little bit tougher nut to crack so far. Yeah. We take this situation very seriously. It's important to me that CNN balances accountability with fostering a culture in which people can own, learn, and grow from their mistakes. Some people the network are not impressed with this. In case you missed it, Don Lemon said that Nikki Haley, who's 51 years old, was past her prime. Well, what's That's the context? latest insult from Don Lemon? What's the context of that? By the way, was, Don Lemon, gay man, gay journalist. That's correct. No, the context of that was that she was trying to talk about the uh, the mental test for anybody over 75 years of age. And he was trying to point out, well, I wouldn't go that far. You're not exactly in your prime. And then he got caught. It's the retaliation that gets you. It's not the foul. Britt, I, I, I think his career should be over. I don't think he should ever <laughs> work again. <laughs> See, see, but, but okay. So, so here's the point. Of course, I don't believe that. I don't believe that Don Lemon should never be heard from again. I mean, he's got clearly some ego issues. He's pissed because he had his own gig, you know, ten to midnight prime time around the world, right, all by himself, and now he has to to sit there with two girls. 
and share the <laughs> limelight. So he's not happy. Plus, he has to get up really early in the morning, which, uh, as you and I can testify to, fucks up your life and ruins you. But well, he's also, I mean, he's working for idiots at Warner Brothers Discovery. They're just the biggest fuckwads in the room. They have no idea what they're doing. They have no clue. As they're pulling shit out of their ass constantly. Hey, is the Gail King start, show started yet on CNN, Brad? When is that happening? When can I look forward to that? It. Haven't heard it. It's not official. No, no it's not. No, it's, it's not official. Don't go with rumors. Don't go with rumors. Don't go with, yeah, don't go with rumors. I hear there's a rumor that Don Lemon's going to be leaving his late night show and going to mornings. Bah, never happened. Nobody's that dumb. Well, guess what? Guess what? Don Lemon is 56. Obviously not past his prime at all apologized the other day saying i believe women of any age can do anything they set their minds to except anchor a news show that's right besides oh, shit. he was um, off on friday and that was supposedly a set day off ahead of time yes it's always convenient that when someone's in the middle of shit they had already planned a day off the next day that's <laughs> how that works o'reilly that happened to o'reilly how many times about 50 times good did yes that's correct Anyway, they had a meeting. Wouldn't you love to have been in that one? And uh, uh, life, life will go on, and you never know. The show may gel. You never, never know. I don't, I don't think it's going to. No. I'm going to say it's not. I'm going to say working at CNN right now is a lot like working in hell, is what I think it's like right now. It's like hell with slightly better money. Because uh, they, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to fix it. Chris Licht, while being a very nice guy, is working for idiots. Working for complete fucking morons right now. That That's what's going on. Warner Brothers Discovery is one of the dumbest group of human beings you've ever seen. That's ever human to human. They have no clue what they're doing. They have no idea what's going on. They can't figure out how to combine this Discovery Plus and this HBO Max thing. And then we had a Batgirl movie and... I, they don't know. They have no idea. They have no clue. Now, the rumors that I saw was that Don Lemon was trying to get out of CNN and go over, take his friend uh, TJ's old friend TJ's spot over there at the ABC Good Morning America 27th Hour or whatever that was. That was the rumor that I saw. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not, but hopefully the re-education camp will work for him and they can show him how hot Raquel Welch was for many, many years. Well past her yeah. quote unquote prime. So I, Help. I noticed, Britt, you did your entire podcast on Tuesday, and you didn't say one thing, really, about the train, the poison, yeah, the people of East Palestine, because you look down on those people, don't you, Britt? Clearly. Obviously. They're not your voters, so you don't care about them. Obviously. Uh, by the way, uh, when someone does try to bring that one up as to this is why Pete Buttigieg hasn't been there yet or Joe Biden hasn't been there yet on site, because uh, when you do get a high ranking person in the government, everything always changes for the people <laughs> that are affected. You know, think of all the hurricane victims whose lives have been. But let's uh, let's play the game here. Which president in recent times decided explicitly, explicitly and was proud to say he was not going to declare certain areas of a certain state that has, let's see, one, two, three, four, five NBA teams. Jesus. Um, that had lots of fires that destroyed lots 
of land and killed people. Which president decided not to declare those federal disaster areas for weeks and told the people, you caused this yourself. Why don't you get some shovels and start clearing the land? And that'll prevent forest fire. Which president was that? Uh, I think that was probably uh, the one before this one. Yeah, that's it. 